Gemara Yemamot, Daf Kof Aleph, Rama Sechet being studied, Fuah Shelema, Shimon Ben Simcha, Enna Refanado, Betoch Sha'al Chole Amo Yisrael. Amen. So we're beginning the new Perek, and uh, this is uh, the Perek called Mitzvat Chalitza. Till now we talked about the Mitzvah Yibum. However, the Torah does tell us that in the case where Yibum is not going to be performed, there is another ceremony. It is called the Mitzvah of Halitza. So the Mishnah is going to begin to give us some of the laws surrounding this ceremony. Mitzvah Halitza Bishlosha Dayanim. The Mitzvah of Halitza needs judges. It needs three judges. Afilu Shiloshtan Hediotot. Even if the three of them taught uh, means amateurs, meaning they don't have simicha. In the olden days, they used to be so make simicha, not simicha like you make on an animal, or not like simicha that they do today where they just give you a paper, but it was actually that you had to be part of a mesora all the way back. You only could be nismach from somebody that was uh, also had a simicha, and it goes all the way back to Moshe, like we read in this week's parashah with the 70 zikinim that were nismach al yadeh Moshe Rabbein. So you don't need the simuchim, you just need three, uh, three even amateurs in order to uh, preside. Well, so that's the Gemara's first question. When you call them dayanim, it sounds like they gotta be professionals. And then you tell them idiotot, so the Gemara will say, in what sense do they have to be dayanim? And of course the question has to be, uh, what does it mean idiotot? What, 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 why could you get away in the Mitzvah of Halitza, just with, with amateurs. And when it comes to Dinema Monot, for example, you cannot have amateurs. You gotta have the guys who, who know what they're doing. And over here, we're just saying that you can get away with even Hedjotot. We're gonna see in, in uh, the Gemara that they really don't have to know too much about the ceremony. They just, they just know how to have to read Hebrew. And that'll be, qualify them to be kosher. We'll see maybe a reason why that is so. Stay tuned. Now the Mishnah continues, Halitza, now, ceremony has in it a shoe that the Yavam puts on a shoe and the Yavama has to take off the shoe. So there are specs and specifications regarding this shoe. So the Torah, the Mishnah says, if she makes halitza, or may he makes halitza, or she makes halitza with a min'al. Okay, min'al obviously is, it's a leather shoe. Uh, it's kishira, but as she says, it is bidi'avad. Uh, but the avad is because uh, it might uh, come apart. The, uh, the top part of the shoe might rip. And uh, we, uh, that will not be kashu. It has to cover the majority of his foot. And that's the type of shoe that's still wearable, even though the top part uh, comes, uh, comes off. So they made a gezera that they don't want you to use the chetachila. Be'anpalia, if you use, let's say, kasak, that's not even made out of leather, it's made out of uh, felt. And uh, so there, or whatever it is, uh, a type of fabric, uh, that's not going to be good mm-hmm. at all. Halitzata pesula. Now, besandal sheyesh lo ekev kasher. Now, the real item they want you to use is a sandal. Uh, sandal is uh, very, very hard <laughs> leather. Uh, she says they cook the leather. And a ty- type of shoe like that, if it breaks, you can't use it. So it's no, there's no get, that, that's the shoe that they want, they want to use. The man'al, you can still wear it if it gets ripped and torn. But the sandal, if it breaks, you're not wearing it. So that's the uh, shoe that will 
be only that be lechatachila, and it has to have an ekev. Ekev is a that she says a soul or a heel. V'she'en no ekev pasul does not have a soul that is going to be pasul. Now, barmenan, it's possible that the yavam does not have a a, a foot. Katabir is a amputee, so the Mishnah will tell us to what degree his amputation will render the halitza pesula. Mina arkuba ulmata. So if let's say from the knee down it's uh, amputated, so he puts the shoe on that spot, so halitza keshera. However, mina arkuba ulmala, but it's already it's above the knee, then halitza pesula. Halitza besandal she'en shelo. So let's say he made halitza on the shoe that doesn't belong to the yavam, or besandal shel'etz, or a wooden, uh, you know, wooden shoe, a clog, or beshel semol biyamin. We're going to learn that the shoe has to be on the right foot of the uh, yavam. But the question is over here, he put the wrong shoe on the right foot. Right? He put a left shoe on the right foot. Beshel semol biyamin. So the Mishnah says, halitza keshera. In all those cases, the halitza will be keshera. Halitza begadol. Let's say put an oversized shoe. That's not his size. It's a little big. But you can walk in it. Or bekatan. But a small shoe. Shuhofe etrov raglos. So long as it covers the majority of his foot, halitza ta keshera. Uh, the Halitza is going to be Kishan. And I'm going to wait for the Gemara. The Gemara is actually going to go through all these cases. But now, today's subject is the judges. We started off in the Mishnah. You don't need, uh, or Halitza needs three judges, but they can even be Hediotot. So the Gemara right away asks this con- seemingly contradiction or contradictory terms in the Mishnah. Dayanim lamali. If you told me three and you're taught, why does the Mishnah use the word Dayanim? Dayanim implies that they have to be experts. Like Rashmalan, that Shilosha, Deba'inan, Shilosha, Shiyudim, Lehakrot. You have to have three uh, judges that are able to be makre, they're able to read to the, uh, um, to the Yavam and the Yavama the different Pesukim uh, that are. Uh, mandatory for them to say during the process. So basically, in that sense, they're like Dayanim. They don't have to be Dayanim insofar as knowing all the laws of Halitza, but they got to know exactly how to read and how to be makre the Pesukim. Now, if you look at the Rashi Ovi, he says, right, That's what he has to say. He has to say to the Yavama, I don't want to take her. And she has to say, he does not want to take me. Uh, so therefore, so if they don't know how to read, they don't know how to be able to do the procedure. Now, Tosfor over here says, uh, the first Tosfor of the Perek, Amazing thing, they don't got to be baki. And all the other things. I guess you have that one guy there that just knows what he's doing, but the Dayanim really don't have to know too much. Why? It's amazing. Because if they, if they have a question or they did something, they can always ask. They can always call the guy, listen, we did this, or we write. 
No, you got to do it again. So there's everything like that, they could always ask. However, about Kiri'ah, im lo yid'u lehakrot, lo yichudu nishayel lebeki'in imikru yafeh, because they don't know if they read good or not. So it's not like they could ask like that. Halakha, you could ask. We put the shoe like this, she took it off like that. But they say, did we read correctly? We don't know what you read. What, what, what did you read? They, they, they think they read correctly. And they, they don't know what they read. So the Dutch the items they have to have. So again, you see according to Tosfot, that knowledge of the, of the process is not necessary. And the question then is again, so uh, what, do you need, uh, uh, what do you need Dayanim anyway, first of all, in a Halitza ceremony? That's a question in itself. It's not a, it's not a legal proceeding. What do you need? Whenever you were Dayanim, Usually it's a court case. You need dayanim. Who's, who's getting judged over here? And secondly, once you're having dayanim, so why don't they have to know anything? Why do you have a minimal uh, knowledge? So the Mefarshim over here have discussions that why is it that they don't have to know too much as opposed to dinem amonot? Because in dinem amonot, you need a brain. They have to know the halachot in order to judge a monetary case. You cannot have a hidyot because you can know the halachot. Hid... You just need them to be present because it has to be done in front of them. But it's not the pshat that you need their analysis of anything. So that's why uh, they don't have to have uh, 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 the knowledge that, a, let's say, a judge on Dinema Monot court would have to have. But why didn't he judges at all? The famous Shitab Rashi, I think we're going to see it later on. And he says, because it will lead to money. Because once you have this Halitza, now she picks up a Ketubah, from her original husband's estate. And therefore, since it has a monetary, uh, you know, uh, repercussion, so therefore, it's got to have dayanim. You know, a lot of the rabbis question that opinion of Rashi, because according to that, so then even, let's say, uh, uh, a get should need a dayanim. Because a get definitely brings to a ketubah, and we don't see that a get needs to be done in front of a Bedim, you just need to have the, you know, the edim and the husband and the wife. So that's a question they ask on Nashi. Another question they ask on Nashi is that if you're going to say that it's the ketubah that mandates the dayanim, so then why is it then, let's say a lady was only engaged, she was me'ureset, uh, and then her husband died, so the law is that you still need halitza in front of dayanim, even though there's no ketubah from an arusa. All right, so that's what they answer on that one. They, they put a little plug on that one. But again, so they, I think the Atab Sofer says that really that she agrees. The ultimate reason why you need Dayanim is because it's not the It's a Pasuk. You shouldn't need it, but Pasuk says Hashara. You have to bring them to the gate. From there they learn you need certain, uh, like the gates of the Betin. But he was just giving you a little Ta'am uh, uh, that uh, there is an element of uh, money uh, as well. So again... Over here we see that they need to... Read. You know how to read, but so there is... A- so they have to say the for the person? Oh, so from Tosfot, <laughs> that's the winter schedule. Shoes usually closed by this time. One second, let me just uh, turn on the lights for everybody. One second, sorry. To... That's it. Right, in that sense, they're a Dayan, in the sense that yeah, the minimum, the minimum, uh, the minimum level, the minimum level. He just, uh, he just knows how to read the pesukim in the Torah. And by the way, and, come, and not that he has to be makre. Oh, there you go. It sounds like that if, if if the guy can read on his own, 
So then, uh, so, so it's, good, it's good as well. No, it's, 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 it's mandating it. It's saying that it has to be the day after. Yeah, no, it just says, I, I think it means to say, they have to be makri if the guy doesn't have to read. Yeah, you got to be on, yeah, that, 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 exactly, ready for that scenario. That's it. That explains. What words you could have used to have said they ought to read Hebrew? The word Dayanim. According to Tosfot, the word Dayanim is right, a very, very minimized. There's a litva, if I'm not mistaken, over here that says that they actually have to know. They actually have to know. It's Mahlok and Ishunim over here. Yeah. No, they have to. Dictate to him, even if you don't know. It's not look at the in, in Shunim. If they have to actually dictate it, or if they know it themselves, can they do it? So the Kiryas Ma'akev are Yes, the Kiryas for sure Ma'akev. The question is, is the, the Dayanim have to be Makre, or the guy can do it on his own? But for sure, they got to know it. If you look at, I'm just waiting to give it out to Tosfor, but there's a Ritva that learns this Gemara that says they actually have to be nods, uh, or they don't have to have maybe Simicha. In any event, the Gemara says, Tanina Lahadi Tanula Banan, Mitzvat Halisa Bishlosha. She would in the Hakrot, Kayen Dayanim. So that answers Kayen Dayanim, not Dayanim, Kayen Dayanim. Rabbi Uda Omer, Bahamisha. Rabbi Uda says you have to have five uh, on the court. My Tama, the Tanakama, what's the reason for Tanakama? The Tanya, we have a brighter, Zikinim. It says in the Pasuk by Yibum, Zikinim, by Halitzad, that you have to go in front of Zikinim. So Zikinim is plural, so that's Shnayim. Uh, and we have the regular law that says you can never have a, uh, uh, an even amount of uh, judges on the court. So it's two plus one. And the question over here, of course, is there's a reason why because you're voting on things. So when you're voting on things, so therefore you don't want to have a push court, so therefore you have to, but here you're not voting on anything, so therefore they have to just be present. So why would you need a, 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 why are you throwing in the law of Embedin Shekul? So Tosfot deals with that over here. Hacha, Gabe Halitza, Atesh Shapir, the Embedin Shekul, Mosifim Alem Odehad, Daika, there is over here, Kama Pilukte, Bematnitim. Because there's Mahlokor in Halitza. And then in the proceeding, stuff can come up. Uh, do we do it this way? Do we do it that way? That she taught. So therefore, Embedin Shekul, Tosfot says, is needed to satisfy the Mahlokot. Uh, but then he discusses like Simichat Pad. Simichat Pad is why the Pad Elim Davan Shel Sibur, which is nothing, nothing to talk. You just need three to, 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 to witness it. So why do you need Shelosha? Kasher. Yeshua Dahatam Nami Ika Pelukta. So he's also, the Gabet is Simichat, is a Mahlokot if you have to do it with all your strength or not. So that might come up. So if that comes up, Simichat Bechol Koho, you need to have a Embedin Shakul. So that's what he says over there. So again, the Tanakhama's opinion is how do you get the three? Very simple. You had the word Zekinim. Zekinim is two plus one because the Embetin Shakul, and that takes you to three. But Rabbi Yehuda, he comes along and he found a word Zikneh. So he has the word Zikneh, and he has the word Zekinim that is written in the parasha. So Zikneh is two. Zekinim is two plus one because of Embetin Shakul. So he's got two, five. So again, Zikneh Shenai. Zikinim, Shenaim, Embedin, Shakul, Mosifim, Alehem, Echad, Harekan, Hamisha. And to for over here, Zikinim, Shenaim, Zikinim, Shenaim, Pirush, Bekuntras, Venegeshaye, Bimto, Elab, Leene, Azikinim. Now, um, we have 
actually another zekinim that she's going to tell us. I should have read that she first, so I'll do that. That she says zekinim or zekne bekaru lo zekne iro. So I have a zekinim. Aval v'negishu yimto elav le'ene hazekinim. That she found another word, another zekinim. So now, according to Rabbi Yehuda, you should have another two. So you should have six plus one should bring you the seven. So that she said, oh, that zikinim is so what the guys we talked about already. So don't, don't count that, that last zikinim. Understand? So you have, zik, you have zikinim, zikne, and the third zikinim is just a repeat to the guys that we were talking about over here. That uh, Tosfot says, He says, I don't, uh, I don't like that. He says, because we see in the Gemara Sanhedrin that it uses, let's say, the word Elohim, Elohim, Elohim to learn how many judges, and it doesn't say, oh, the third one's going back on the, the ones before. So he doesn't, uh, he doesn't like that, uh, what she says. Well, He's saying, that pasuk, it's not going back on the other judges, but you need that pasuk to be written for itself, he says. So you can't count it. Why do you need it for yourself? It says, Because it says, and the yibimto will come in front of the eyes of the zikinim. Now, if it didn't say the word Zikini, if it just would have said that the, the Yabama will come in front of them, right, I would have thought that a Yabam who's blind cannot make uh, Halitza. So therefore, it has to say the name of the Zikinim, that the Yabam can be blind. It's just the Zikinim cannot be blind. It's the name of the Zikinim. So that Zikinim is needed for, for that item over there. That's why you can't you're not counting it over here. If the guy is a blind guy, he would have no problems. That's why Tosfot doesn't count that zikinim. Now, we're going to start playing some Talmudic ping pong over here because all these words need to be used by every rabbi. So the Achamim said, I got the word zikinim. That's two plus one. The Buddha says, I got a zikne zikinim. So it's four plus one. I think it's okay. But what are the rabbis going to do over here with zikne? So it says, What are they doing with it? Oh, so that, that's how they know hidyotot. That's how they know that they don't have to be uh, professionals over there. That what it says over here, zikne meaning uh, anybody over there, even guys that are not uh, part of the uh, official official semicha. That's the word. Uh, now, normally, zikinim uh, would be afidu zikne shuk. Like a normal zikinim. So that would come and tell us, now the problem over here is, how is, and as she says over here, mm-hmm. Exactly, which means over here it says the word Sha'ra. Now Sha'ra sounds like uh, you need uh, Bedin, you go to the gates of the Bedin. So if I didn't have this extra word, uh, normally when it says the word Zikinin, Zikinin means even Zikinin from the Shuk. So the Chavara, why do I need this extra Zikinin to tell me uh, uh, regular guys. So, normally we say zikinim, that should be enough. No, because over here we got the word shara. And shara says we got to go to the bedim. So since we got the shara, I got to take them out. So I need another word to come and take them out, which is zikneh. 
So Zikdin teaches me that it could be even Hidyotot. The problem is, how does a Biyuda going to know that they could be Hidyotot? The Biyuda, Hidyotot Minaleh. That's amazing, Hadush over here. He learns that Hidyotot from the word Le'eneh. What do the eyes of the judges got to do with their competency or their simicha? So the judges cannot be blind. They got to see. Oh, now what do you mean judges can't be blind? Why do you have to tell me judges can't be blind? We have a standing rule that dayanim are not allowed to be balemumim. So why would I need a pasuk to come and exclude a mum? Ela must be, because they don't have to be judges. The fact that you're telling me that they have to see, because if they were regular judges, Pashut have to see. You, we have a law that's going to say, they cannot be Baal Mumin. The fact that you're coming to tell me that a Baal Mum is not Kashir, must be because these are not judges, and the Hadush is even so, they cannot be Baal Mumin. The east al kadatak sanedrin ba'in. Because if you say you need a sanedrin, lamad lemotesu or I need a pasuk to exclude somin. Medetani Rabbi Yosef. Now we know from Rabbi Yosef. The Tani Rabbi Yosef. Keshem shebedin menukim besedek. Just like bedin has to be totally, you know, just people have to be, you know, without any uh, subjectivity and without any nigiot or prejudice. That will cause them to prefer the din. That means menukim besedek have to be totally squeaky clean when it comes to justice. They also have to be clean from any physical blemishes. This was said by the Sanadin. That's telling us that the Sanadin cannot have any blemishes over here. And therefore, uh, the fact that if you were telling me that you needed Zikinim, meaning Dayanim, Hajrum, you know that can't be blind. That's a blemish. So in fact, you tell me, oh, the Eneh, means they can't be blind. Must be that we're not talking about Dayanim. That's how you know you can even get away with Hed uh, And the Tosfot over here, uh, I think, quotes uh, something, maybe even from this week's Perashah. This week's Perashah talks about when Moshe Rabbeinu put the 70, 70 rabbis, uh, 70 uh, zekenim, so it says, sham imach, that the 70 will be imach, and the Gebaraz Doresh, bedomin lecha. Uh, bedomin lecha means over there that they have to be miyuhasim, they have to have the proper lineage. Now, lod darshin an elen yam psud yuhasim. So he's asking, why over there didn't we judge at the Gebeh Mum, why the Gabbai Moshe Rabbin when we said uh, th- that they should be with you? We just looked at it as a as a family uh, uh, not a physical. So he says over there they weren't doing avoda. So they were, the, the 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 first item that you posel a judge is not on his goof. I can't wait what his goof is. His lineage, that's more something. So therefore, the Dayanim by Moshe Rabbeinu, that pasuk was learned specifically. By uh, a, 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 a psul in or a pigam in lineage. But over here, you can't go any other way because there's mum and bach. Over here, it clearly says umum and bach. It's talking about a physical item. So here, we had no choice to learn it, the gaber, uh, uh, physical womb. That's what those four says. Ve'idach, now we're going to go back, back, back. We got to, he returned it. So now we got to answer it. Ve'idach, meaning Tanakama, ha'hu le'ene my What do they do with le'ene? 
because they don't need the in it to teach me hidyotot. They learned hidyotot from zikneh. Ahud chdrabau daata damaraba sriche dayane lemeheze ruka de kanapik mepuma de yebama dektiv leene azikinim biyarka. Wow, they have to see the rook. Part of the procedure is, as we're going to learn, she spits. So it has to be already enough uh, spittle that the dayanim can actually see it. So therefore, it, uh, that's what 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 you do has to be in front of the eyes of the of the of the of the judge. The kanafik mepuma the the yebama. Good. So now. The Gemara comes along and says, Hold it, the Biudan needs his dirasha also. He agrees that the judges have to see le'ene. So now we're back to the question. If they're going to use le'ene, which they are ultimately, the Biudan's going to concede over here and say, I need le'ene to teach me the rock item. So now we're back to the question, how is the Biudan going to know? Hedjotot. That's what the Gemara says. I, 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 I give it to you. I know I need the NA really to teach me rock. So now we're back to the question. Where's the Biudagano head your tot? Right? So therefore it says, oh, I would have a place to teach me head your tot. Where do we know head your tot from? Navka bebe Yisrael. The Pasuk says, Le'akim le'achiv shem be Yisrael. That he does not want to establish a name for his brother in Israel. Now, as in Israel, Israel sounds like Yisrael Kodehu. Israel in front, of the, in front of these judges, in front of these uh, people. And he calls them what? Yisrael. The fact that he calls them Yisrael, so then already we know that even if they are regular, uh, regular guys. Okay, so now the Gemara says, which means that they learned Hidyo taught from Zikne. So what do they do with the word Yisrael? So it says, Hi, Yisrael. My Avidle, uh, what do they uh, what do they do with it? So the Gemara says, "Bevele lichdetani." Rav Shmuel bar Yehuda, be Yisrael, the bedin shel Yisrael, and the bedin shel Gerim. Amazing. From here we learn that even though Gerim are definitely Jewish, but they are not fit to sit on the uh, bedin, and therefore when the pasuk says be Yisrael. Halitza, you got to have uh, Jewish-born judges, and you cannot have uh, you cannot have uh, Gerim. So the Gemara comes along and says, "V'idach." According to the Bihuda that learns from the word Yisrael that you can have Hidyotot, how does he know that Gerim cannot sit as judges on Halitza? So it says, "B'Yisrael Acharina Ketiv." So we have another Yisrael. So therefore, since it writes it a second time. That's how we learn it from the second Israel. So the Gemara says, the Idach. What does the Achamim do with the second Israel? One time we were sitting for a bitterfon, and Yibama uh, came to make halitza. It says at the end of the ceremony they have to call the guy Bet Halutza Naal. This is the guy that made the Halitza. So from here you learn that anybody that's on the, the Bedin over there 
or anybody that's present, I should say, it's got to say this statement over there. That's what Yisrael says. Forget about the five. The five or the three, whatever you need. But they were, they were sitting there, but they weren't part of the Bedin. So he told them, no, be Israel. It's got to be done in front of everybody. So whoever's present has got to scream out, Bet Chalut Oh, So now the question is, how does it be Yehuda? No, there's Ve'idach. Be'venikra nafka. So he has this from the word Ve'nikra. Shemo, Ve'nikra Shemo. It says, and you will call his name Bet Chalut Hanal, the Israel Darish, the Smicha, the Sabche, Etzel, when the Klash Shemo, when the Klash Shemo, the Hode, no Abi Mashman, the Anot Kulam, the Adavka, Adayan, the Noah Kolaom Dimsham. But the fact is, says the word Israel by the Klash, the Klash Shemo, just could have said. That's because we'll be Israel, and I come to teach you that all of them have to announce it. And he comes along and says it's actually from the word. V'nikra. Now, uh, the question over here is, uh, I guess you have to say that word V'nikra is sort of extra. I don't know, I don't know what the what the what the person could have said. I mean, you got to say something. What, what, what is, what, 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 why is that? Why is that word extra V'nikra? Kedomar masimichut shel V'nikra shemo lebi Yisrael. So he's doing it like that. Like Tosfot said, that the fact that it. It could have just said v'nikra uh, shemo, and then I would think it's just going back on the dayanim. The fact that this is v'nikra shemo be Israel that teaches me that all of the Israel that are there have to be part of the v'nikra, and that's how the Biyuda knows it. So the Gemara now says ela me'ata. Okay, now you want to say like that? According to this over here, v'karu shenayim. Now you want to start counting every time it says. Zikinim, Zikneh, and all that business over here. So now we'll start piling on more Dayanim. Why? We got a pasuk that says Vikaru. Also in the story. Karu is another two. They will call. And it says, uh, they will read. Shanaim. Vidibiru. And they will speak to him. That's another two. Shanaim. So therefore, Hachenami, adding another four. The Rebiudare Kantishah. Because you got the five already, plus another four. And the banan, because you got three, you got seven. So which means, what you're ready, you're starting with this business over there. Anytime you see a plural language in Halitza, you're adding another two judges. So therefore, uh, why don't you add uh, more? You know, we need this for other laws. Aha. Normally, they got to summon the guy to the court or summon him to the Bedin. So normally, Bedin is able to do what? Send a shaliyah. Over here, we have a special law by Halitza. They They cannot rely on shaliyah. They have to actually go themselves and summon him to the, to the court. That's a big kadush over here. Tosfot comes along and says, Right? The agent of a person is like himself. Why don't you learn from Halitza that the fact that the Torah tells you need to actually go get the guy yourself shows you what? An agent is not like you. Why didn't the Gemara Kiddushin use this uh, Gemara to prove the opposite result? 
Gemara Kiddushin has proofs. How do we know Shilachosh Adam Kimoto? It gives you a pasuk. Adma Gemara should start the other way. How do we know Shilachosh Adam Lav Kimoto from Halitza? So Tosfot says, Vishomar, the Yeshkama Kittuvim Abayim Kehad. We have a general rule. If you have two, let's say, Pesukim that are coming to tell you the law like that, once it repeats it twice, we have a law. Shneklirim Kehad in the Medim. It's only by those cases and not by anything else. And since we found by Egla Arufa the same thing that the Dayanim have to do with themselves, so therefore it's only by those two. It's only where the Torah said it explicit by Egla Arufa and Halitza. Therefore you cannot learn from, from them to the other cases. He says that Gabriel Egla Arufa, Nami Darshina Viyatsi'u. Viyatsu teaches me what? Velo Shiluhan. Like it says over there, Benahot, another case. Tarshina Besamachiado, Meshluchot, Nedarim, a lot of cases. Memaed Shaliyah, Mefarandarim, that would be Yoshiyah, Bim Tomar, Lamali Krabi Kedushin. Now we have the, he has the reverse question. Why do you need a Pasuk to come and tell me, Shiluchosh Adam Kimoto? Just learn, learn, these cases are the exception, right? So everywhere else is. So therefore, from the fact that Torah went out of its way to tell me these three or four cases, and we know the law that says so that's it those four but everywhere else yeah so why does those why does the have to go in a positive and teach me for the fact that we need to learn from the the implication is what that's the question if it wasn't for the pasuk that we had in, in, in Teach Me Shlosh I would have done all these other pasuk for something else. It's only because I know Shilichosh Adam Kemoto from there, that, that's why I was doresh, she's pasukim over here, you need Shilichot nonetheless. And, you know, Shilichot doesn't work, you need to do it yourself. But if I didn't have Shilichosh Adam Kemoto, I would have learned all these pasukim in a different, different way. Okay, so that's, that's the first dirash. The second dirash is what? Um, number two, V'dibiru elav. They speak to him. And what do they speak to him about? They speak to him and they tell him, that they got to give the guy the Yabam good advice. Sometimes you have over here, uh, Yabam's a young guy. And the Yabama's an old lady. It's not going to work. Uh, different uh, ages, it's going to bring to Ketata. Or the opposite. You have the guy's an old man, and the Yabama's a... Young girl, eh, too much uh, age difference over there. So the Dibiru, they speak to the guy and say, listen, you know, even though you want to make it boom, eh, don't, uh, you know, it's not going to work out this marriage over here. She'im haya yelid, if the guy, if the kid was a uh, yelid, he's a tsa'ir, he's a kenan, the yibamah's an old lady, or the opposite. Who's a kid? He yalda. Omrim no, malicha etzel yalda. What are you marrying a young girl? Young girl over here. Malicha etzel zikana, what are you marrying Khatyana for? Go marry, marry your own. It's amazing, uh, amazing lesson in Shalom Bayit over here. You see that uh, the more uh, compatible uh, the people are going in, the better chance you have for Shalom Bayit. Take somebody that is, that is like you, that is more similar to you uh, in age and way and practice and so on and so forth. That's why, by the way, that Amban writes in, in the Torah that uh, before the Torah was Osir Arayot, 
the most logical person to marry is your sister, is, uh, is your relative, because it's you. It's, it's exactly the same custom, the same way, the same head. Is there. But the Torah was osated for whatever was osated, and it becomes, uh, you know, obviously something that's uh, illegal. But outside of the Torah, you know, since, since they're saying the Gemara of it says Kemotcha, so therefore it's, 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 more, it's more Kemotcha, it's less, less Ketata. Candy? No. He need his so no, no that's because it's a mitzvah should be gufo. He need his foot. So mitzvah should be gufo. If he need, so mitzvah should be gufo. He need his foot. That's the problem. He can't send somebody else's foot. Amar Aba, Amar Ab Nachman. Halak. Now we get to the halacha. Okay. So Rav Nachman says halacha halitza shelosha. Okay. So we're only need three. Why did he posek like that? Okay, we have a Tana. Stam, stam Tana. Our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said what? Mitzvat Halisa Bishlosha. What do you want over here? Didn't even mention if you were down the Mishnah. So it's a Stam Mishnah. So he says it's Stam Lan Kibate. That she says on the top, Bematnitin. So there you go. Now he jumps to Mi'un. He says, well, Mi'un nameh. You know what Mi'un is? Mi'un, we said, is when a, uh, a father, let's say, has a right from the Torah to marry off his daughter, but let's say he dies. So then the brother, mother of the brother has a right to marry off the daughter, but it's only Midra Banan. And she has a right to make a refusal when she becomes a uh, Gedolah. That's one case. There's also a case of Mi'un when the father is alive. What's the case when the father is alive of Mi'un? Where he married her off already once. Once he married her off once, uh, that's it. He loses his rights again to marry her for a second time. So the point is, but when it comes to Mi'un, the Gemara says, Nameh, we have a Stam Mishnah. Ditnan, Ha-Mi'un, this is in Gemara Mishnah Sanhedrin, actually, page two. Mi'un v'Halitza, regarding Mi'un and Halitza, Bishloshah. Oh, so therefore we should posek also that what? Mi'un should need three. Now, I don't think the Gemara over here is saying that every... Oh, why is the Gemara only asking about Mi'un? Every, every then, every, make a rule now. Every time you have a Stam Mishnah, the Halakha should be like the Stam Mishnah. There's no rule like that. So why is the Gemara saying, oh, uh, Mi'un? What did you pick Mi'un for? There's, there's, there's 5,000 Stam Mishnahs that we have. We can ask why every. Why, why don't you ask a general question? Why, why did it pick the, pick the mi'un? I saw brought down because mi'un and halitza is a similar item. It's a similar item where you are uh, making a procedure to get out of a, uh, a, a, a marriage. It has like a similarity to this, uh, to this item. Like the halitza breaks the, uh, the, 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 the zika, so mi'un breaks the... The, the, the connection between her and the husband. So they were asking on, on things that are similar. And we do see that, like you see in the Mishnayot, they travel together. Mi'un and Halitza, like you see in Sanerim, Mi'un and Halitza, they put those two together because they have a, also like the they have a similarity. Both uh, like Baal Kor like not really, they don't have a choice in that, not that Halitza and uh, Mi'un. Correct, correct. Well, she has a choice to make Mi'un. But she doesn't have a choice to make a halitza. That's a, now look, look, look at the Tosfot, by the way. It's Tosfot, that's what he says. Now look at Tosfot, Ihachi. I feel me un nameh. Vim tomar. 
מהי פריך וכי בשביל כך תפסות לכוס את עמי המשניות? יש קושי, פוסק ב-every סתם משנה, ויש לומר דחליצה ומיעון דמו להדדי. They're similar to each other, שתצא על ידי מעשה שלהם. חליצה שהיא תעשה מעשה, שהיא takes off the shoe. במיעון שהיא makes the מיעון. ומתונה מבעדת עדיין. Also you see them travel together in משניות. Okay. Anyway, the Gemara says, what's the Mishnah that says? המיעון והחליצה בשלושה. וכיתם החנמה, and maybe you'll tell me, אין החנמה. Yeah, we posek like that, that you need three for מיעון. Who told you not like that? I'll tell you who told you. והתניה, we learned in a brighter, מיעון, בית שמאי אומרים, בית דין מומחים. You need experts. ובתל אומרים, בית דין, you need מומחים, או שלא בבית דין, either or. אלו ואלו, בית שמאי ובית דין agree, מודים שצריך שלושה. However, רבי יוסף, רבי יהודה ורבי אלעזר ורבי יוסף, מכשירים בשניים. ואמר רבי יוחנן, יוסף בר בנימה, אמר רב נחמן, הלכה כאותו הזוג. And therefore he was פוסק, what? By the way, it's רב נחמן again, that says what? הלכה כאותו זוג. And you didn't פוסק like a סתם משנה. You פוסק like this זוג over here. So then the question over here is, make up your mind, that is the question. Now, Tosfot just has a side question over here. What, what are you talking about? Tosfot's asking a question. I don't, we have a standing rule throughout Stam Mishnah. It's Mahloket, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbanan. Yahid v'Rabim, and like Rabim. It's like you're fishing over here. It's like, oh, you know why we should posse like Rabbanan? Stam lan kebateh. Guess what? We should posse like Rabbanan because of Yahid v'Rabim and like Rabim. סמות תוספות, הואיל בסתם לנקי בתה, אבל משום דיחיד ורבים, הלכה כרבים, אין נפסוק כבתה, תמסתבר תעמה דיחיד. וחדוש תוספות says. He says, it's more מסתבר the reason of your Behuda. He doesn't tell me why. I don't know why it's more מסתבר, to be honest with you. But he says, because since it's more מסתבר, that rule of יחיד ורבים, הלכה כרבים, goes out the window. Uh, amazing thing here. Maybe uh, you want to say, you could say, because the whole idea is that you're going to see it's mifares. Ah, mifares. 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 But the point is, the cloud of Tosfot is, 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 is noteworthy over here. That we always thought, uh, that's it. And that was what I saying, not necessarily. It's very important unless the other opinion is מסתבר, what's the פשט over here, so that, so if you wanted to learn it like בלמדנות, you could say that, that like we saw this סברה in other places, that there's different types of רוב, there's the quantitative רוב, and there's the qualitative רוב, so you can learn like a רוב בכמות או רוב באיכות, so if you're just counting up consensus, you only got 50 against 3, but if those 3 Uh, brainy people, so those three brains are like a hundred brains. So therefore, you know, from the, the, the quality of the three, so they're, 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 so it could be the Tosfot saying that that when you have some that puts a, a, a rov in echut, and therefore, you can, and that would be Rabbi Yudah. So that's why the Gemara has to come along and say, oh, we got to stop. We need a new reason. Stop, stop, stop. 
So the Gemara goes, oh, you're going with the Stam rule. Abotai, you're going with the Stam rule? So then you should posek, like a Stam Mishnah Masekha Sanhedrin, that was posek, that Mi'un is three. And we don't do that. We know that we posek like the pair of rabbis that said Zimun is enough to have two. So make up your mind. Do you posek like the Setam Mishnah, or do you don't? So the Gemara says, Hatam Hadstama. Amazing. Amazing Gemara. Gemara says, well, you know, take out your calculator and let's count up the Stam Mishnahs. Over there, the Gabi Mi'un, you got one Stam Mishnah and Sanhedrin that bit. But over here, you got two Stams by Halitza. I got the Stam over here in Yibamot and I got the Stam in Sanhedrin that bit because it mentioned also the word Halitza over there. So when I got two stams, then that's it, I'm locked in. But over there, I got one stam. Right, one stam, come on, don't make, don't make such a big deal, one stam. So the Gemara says, I know what you're talking about. Hatam nami, even by mi'un, today's tameninu. We got two stams by mi'un also. Sanhedrin, plus, earlier we learned, on Dav Kafe, ditnan, mi'ana o sha'atza b'fanab yisa'enna mepeneshihu bedin. Remember we said, and earlier we learned this great Gemara that talked about judges that rule on a case, can they benefit from their ruling? You know, like a rabbi that ruled uh, that a lady came to break her neder. And, and, and if you can't find the breaking of the neder, you've got to get divorced. So the, bit, the rabbi came along and said, yeah, sorry, I can't find you a hetev. And therefore, you've got to get divorced. He's not allowed to marry her. Because we're going to say, uh, that's the reason why he didn't find her a hetev, because he was trying to marry her. Look, that's what's but we said, that's only because one rabbi could, could be mefendi darim and we're hoshesh. But if you have a bet din, we're not hoshesh of collusion that the bet din got together in order to, you know, matir something for their benefit. That's why it says, the bet din that was matir the mi'un, one of the rabbis in the bet could actually marry the lady that they presided on her mi'un. But you see that the Gemara calls it a bet din. That's a stab. So therefore... You want, you, you want to play that game of counting stabs? Okay, I can play the game also. So you got two stabs by Halitza. And guess what? We got two stabs by Mi'un. And therefore we should posek three. Why did you posek by Mi'un? Two. So the Gemara says, no. Keep on counting. Elahatam trestame. Acha tratastame. That's amazing. Here we have three stabs. By Halitza. And over there by Mi'un, we only got two stams. What are the three stams? Oh, we got Sanhedrin, we said is one. We got our Gemara, one. And that later case, Andav Kavdad mentioned, Oshe Halitza Bifanav. The case we just said, the three Abedin that presides over a Halitza, one of the rabbis can marry the, the lady. So that's also Abedin. So therefore, count them up. Three stams, we're going to forsake like the stam. Two stams, Ah, Gemara says, "Come on, whatever sort of thing like this, every stam, every stam. When, when do we ever now start counting how many stams to decide if that guy? If there's a stam, there's a stam." So Gemara right away says, "Mechti hastama vehastama, mali hadstam, mali trestam, mali telata." Do me a favor. What's uh, one stab, two stab? It's a, it's a new claw you're making over here. We never look at stab is a stab. Now you count stabs? So you must forget about that. So now we're back, we're back to square zero. What's the question again? The 
Questions over here. Why? When it came to uh, Halitza, you were posek what? Three. And when it comes to Mi'un, you come and tell me, you only posek two. So the Gemara comes along and says, you're right. Ela Amar of Nahman, Bar Yitzchak. The reason why we were posek like Tanakama is because the following reason. Because we have a Tana after already Rabbi Yehuda argued on something else. What does it mean? Go to Sanhedrin. That Mishnah Sanhedrin. Semichat Zekinim. That's talking about the Semichat that the elders have to put on the animal by the part. When they make a mistake in Halakha, they got to bring, and the Rav Sibur follow the Halakha, so they got to bring a Kurban that says the Zekinim have to put their hands on the on the head. So, Semichat Zekinim, it says what? Ve'egla Arufa, that's the measuring between the two cities where they find the dead body. Do you need what? Bishlosha. Lebrei Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bahamisha. Rabbi Yosef, now you need five. Now continue, the Mishnah. Ha'halitza ve'ameunim bishlosha. Now it's about, it comes to Halitza, you need how much? Three. Ve'lo kapalig Rabbi Yehuda. Hey, where's Rabbi Yehuda? It should say, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Hamijah. By the way, Rabbi Yehuda knew how to jump up when he argued on Rabbi Yosef. The first case by Eglar Ufa and on, uh, on uh, Semichat Zekinim, where the first rabbi said, Rabbi Yosef, three, Rabbi Yosef, not three, five. Okay, now continue the Mishnah. Halitza Shtosha. Rabbi Yehuda doesn't say anything. So what does that teach you? Shma'amina Hadar Be Rabbi Yehuda. Must be the Rabbi Yehuda retracted. Okay, so that, that there's no more opinions anymore. There's one opinion. With all that ping pong that we played this morning, uh, that was a, a mental exercise. The Agnit Ravi Adir. The Maaseh, the Biuda, retracted. Really, how many old, how much you need for the Senate, for Halitza? Three. The Gemara says, Shma'amina. Therefore, Shma'amina. And look at the Tosfot over here at the bottom. Tosfot over here says, Shma'amina Hadarbe, the Biuda, Shma'amina. So now Tosfot says, Pasak Rabbeinu Tam, Desomeh Be'ahad Be'enad, Kasher Lahalitza. Okay, a blind uh, judge is Kasher to preside. Kevan De'lome Ma'atinan Mele'ineh, Vesagi Be'ahad Be'achol Le'ot Ha'ruk, Be'pi'a Yibama. We said that he has to be able to see. So Tosfot says, okay, got no problem. As long as he has one eye, he'll be okay to see the rock, and therefore you don't have to have vision. Even though it says... Since we took him out of being a Dayan, so therefore he could have a movement. Right. No. Right. We withdrew. He can't be blind. He can't be blind. That blindness is only an issue to see the rock. There was, since he can see the rope with one eye, he's okay. Now the Gibbara comes along and says, new issue, new subject. Gibbara comes along and says, like this. Amar Abba. Serichi dayane lemikba duchta. The dayanim, they have to establish a place where they're going to make the halitza. It's an interesting law. What does it mean to have to establish a place? 
which means they have to actually either go there and me ahead the place where you do the halitza, go there the day before and say, you know, this is the makom where the halitza ceremony is going to take place tomorrow, or uh, they have to put it on the invitation. As my it's going to be in this place over there. So if the Yavam Yavam just showed up here, it would be. We didn't must be in the place. We told them to go outside for a minute and hide the place. So it says over here, how do you know? Dikhtiv. It says, Ve'alta yibimtoa sha'ra. Exactly. El azikinim. So the word sha'ra, it's mashma, that the place has to be mizuman lekach. Okay, do we have a she over here? That she says, The mikvah dukta, exactly, the shem kach. Hashara makom mezuman de kach mashma. Usually shara means uh, bedin. Right, bedin. Exactly. But here it's coming, look, to say, since we know we don't need a bedin, so shara is coming to say it's at the, the place itself. Rapapa bravuna bred rav Yoshua abde ovdaba hamisha. Okay, here we go. Fun begins. So these rabbis, the tzaddikim, they did a halitza with five. Keman, Kerebi Yehuda, obviously they're taking. Rebi Yehuda, it's the only opinion we had of five. The Hebra says, Ve'ahadarbe. But we just said he retracted. So Hebra says, no, lefersumem milta. They're just doing it, lefersem. You don't need three, three is enough. But, uh, you know, the more the merrier. Therefore, they added... Uh, now, what's the reason why you need a pirsum over here? What's the logic why you would need a pirsum? So they say, so a kohen won't come to marry her. A kohen will not come to marry her. Now, if that's the case, because the husband died, right, the husband died, she's a widow. There was no divorce here. So when it comes to a divorce, you don't need five. Because divorce candidate has a call. Well, they wouldn't know she was married. What happened to them? She's still alive. What happened? Oh, I got divorced. Okay, so Ken knows to keep away. My sheikh in here, the husband still, uh, the husband died. Husband died, so then she's almana, like you said. So what do you need? Ah, oh, you got to be farsay, make a lot of noise, so the Kohen will know that this lady is going to be, uh, is going to be forbidden. Again, as documents. Very good. Gets in the court. And therefore, Allah Baruch. So he says over here, right, so he says over here that there's another reason that they give. He says, one reason is, V'chen kedesh sheyidu anashim shehi pinuya v'yikfesu aleha laseta. In order that people will know that she's available. So, so this was like the Shetchanim wanted to do this over here. Shetchanim promoted this over here. So there's another single on the market. So everybody will know, hey, she's available. And therefore she can... Uh, so uh, that would be, that. let's say, uh, that's the hub benefit. So the Nafkir that would be, can she come along and say, uh, don't, don't do me any favors. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting married anyway. So... Uh, you know, just get three rabbis and... Uh, but if you say it's uh, for the Kohen's uh, benefit that he knows, so then maybe she doesn't have a right to be uh, mohel on this uh, advantage. The big question anyway is, how do you look at the mitzvah halitza? Just in general. Is it an obligation to do halitza? 
or only if the lady wants to marry uh, out to the shuk, then you got to free her. But let's say she doesn't want to go out to the shuk. Let's say she's an old lady. She's 90 years old. She's not getting married. It's done. Now her husband died. And they didn't have children. There's a brother. She said, do me a favor. I'm not getting married anyway. So what do I need a halitza for? I'm, I'm good. I'm staying. I'm staying. Do you still have to make a halitza or not? So from the Mishnah, it sounds like they, they call it a mitzvah halitza. But okay, maybe it's a mitzvah halitza only way to matira yivama nashuk. So again, it's a big mahaluk at Yishunim over here. And some Yishunim will say, you got to make the process regardless. And that is out for sure. Mikubalim, the process is for the process. And something, you're doing something with the Shavuot, and you know, you're freeing souls and stuff. Whether she wants to get married or not, that's got nothing to do with it. So therefore, she doesn't have a right to come along and say, you know, uh, uh, pass. That's a very important point. Okay, now the Gemara continues. Rav Asher Ikla Lebe Rav Kahana. Okay, another story. So Rav Asher came to the house of Rav Kahana. Amar le Salik Mor le Gaban. Le Melu Yebe Hamisha. Again, the five. Five. So we need five. So could you join us? For the Halitza ceremony? Amar Rav Kahana. One time I was in front of the Yehuda. Let's go to the group of the Hakamim over there to again make a gathering so we have five. Same thing. Same thing. You don't really need it from the Halakha. Ah, but, and that's what they do today, by the way. Today we do Halitza, they get five. Again, because you see all these rabbis, even though they don't know how to like the Behuda, but the first time I'm going to talk. Right, Kinner to Ed. Seems like five people is uh, linked to Pursuit. Why not ten? Why not? That's right. It sounds like a minimum five. Minimum five. Rav Shemuel by Yehuda, Ava Kaekame, the Rav Yehuda. Okay. So Rav Shemuel by Yehuda was in front of Rav Yehuda. Amar Leir, the Buddha tells him, Sakta lizazadikane. Let's go to the, you know, the group of the Hakamim over there, Strufe, Bahamisha, the Fersumeh, Milta, in order to publicize it. Amar Leir, Surah Shmuel, Buddha says, Tanina, be Israel. Says, they can only have a bedin of Israel. Be bedin, you say, but be bedin, shel, gerim. Ba'ana ger ana. Oh. So he came along and he said, I can't participate uh, because I uh, can only go to Bedin of, uh, of uh, Israelim and I am a, a Ger. So therefore, I'm out. Now, Tosfot over here has something interesting. Ve'ana Ger Ana. Ve'im Tomar, Le'perush Rabbenutam de Rav Shemuel bar Yehuda de Hacha, Haya Ben Rav Yehuda Hindu Va'a, Dabar Perek Kamad Kedushin, which means, this case is talking about over here that they converted together. So his father was a goy and he was a goy and they, they converted together. So you have a guy over here that uh, is in such a case. So, we have a regular law that says <clears throat> you cannot serve as a dayan if your mother is not 
miyuchesed. So therefore, this guy's mother was not miyuchesed. We know the guy, his father uh, uh, was a goy, and he was a goy, and they converted, uh, you know, uh, later on. So therefore, and we just said you need dayanim. So therefore, you cannot sit, sit because you, 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 you're not miyuchas. What would they have to bring over here? The halitza, you can't sit because halitza. You can't sit because you can't sit bichlal. Uh, That's what the Pazuk come to say. That even if the Halitza was a Halitza of Gerim, the Pazuk is coming to say, Gerim cannot uh, participate as well. That's the Halitza over there, which means I would have said, okay, but when it comes to judging Israel, you cannot judge Israel. When it comes to judging Gerim, then it says, which means he actually is kasher to judge the Mamonot, but the gain is pursued to force. He cannot do a law of kifiyah where the betin is forcing. So there was since the gain is kasher the Mamonot, where there's no kifiyah, so he thought, uh, you know, that's what we have to come along and say, but over here you still can't sit. Even though he's kasher the Mamunot. Okay, now what happens? Gibra says, Amar of Yehuda, Kegon Rav Shemuel bar Yehuda. I said, listen, even though he called himself a ger, and he reclused himself, but you know, he's a big Sadiq, this rabbi. He says, Mafkinan Mamona Apume. He's one, one witness, and if he says the guy didn't pay, I'll believe him, and I'll take money uh, out of somebody and trust him. What do you mean? You can't, you can't just you can say trust the guy, but uh, you know what I mean. There's laws. There's which means I will take a star out of its hiskat kashrut according to his testimony. And what does that mean? Read Rashi. Rashi says. The Maveh comes with a star. Now, Maveh has a star in his hand. It's a powerful item. And uh, he's, the Maveh comes along and says, Pay me. And uh, one witness, like this rabbi, comes along and says, It was paid. It was paid. Now, that's a big hadush, it was paid. If it was paid, why is the star in the Maveh's hands? Normally, you will rip up the star. So he says, Rashi goes out of the and does again, we'll take the one witness. Marana Ashtar will 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 the star on his on his uh, on his say so, which is uh, again a tremendous uh, a tremendous chidush. Tosfot, I don't think it agrees with this. Look at the look at the bottom Tosfot over here. Perush be contrast be kituvot be perek hakotev delom mekra karana le. Aha. So she explains a little different over there. He says, listen, we're not going to take payment, but we're not ripping the start up either. Because maybe we'll get more information later on. So this guy's coming along to say, I got to start, pay me. And this rabbi comes, hey, it was paid. So it's not the pshad that you say, okay, it was paid, rip up the start. We say, okay, we're not going to make the uh, uh, pay, but we're going to tell the malveh, Hold on to your star 
because maybe later on other witnesses will come or other proofs will surface. But at that point, it's on pause. So that, that's enough, by the way. Normally, a guy, one witness comes along and says, Pain, jump in the lake. I got a start. But he's saying, such a rabbi comes, he has such an imanud, that will put the start on pause, uh, you know, until we find out exactly what to do. But those one doesn't like that. Which means over here it just says Marana uh, Shtara. Uh, uh, he doesn't like the uh, the language. The, the Gemara should have said over here Velo Kara. Didn't say Velo Kara over here. Just said Marana. So it sounds like you get rid of the Shtar. But according to the way that she learned, it's not when you're getting rid of the Shtar. You're getting rid of the Shtar. They're not taking payments, but you're still holding on to the Shtar. So it was supposed to be a Wow. Normally, when a guy comes along, one witness and says, What? It was paid. So therefore, now it forces the Malveh to make a Shivua. Hey, I didn't get paid. I didn't get paid. But over here, the Hadush is. So, to, so, so what are you giving this rabbi an advantage? Any witness can force a shivua. They're saying, yeah, but even if he was related to the Loveh, this rabbi, even if he's related to the normally we don't really believe a, a, a witness that's related to the Loveh, of course he's going to say it was paid. So therefore, there's even related to the Loveh, that's what says, we are going to force the Malveh to make a shivua. That's the Hadush in this case, according to him. V'afilu hu karov if he wasn't related, so no hadush on this rabbi more than anybody else. Okay, okay, fine, that's that. Then he says to Sfot, another answer. Okay, I got it to Sfot on the Amud Rishon. He just gives a different answer. Right. Which means he says, even in, if, if, if the, they wrote in the Shtar that I will uh, exempt you from a Shivu'ah, that the Lovez, sometimes the Lovez, he wants to borrow money. I don't want to get involved. You're going to make me swear one day. I'm not getting involved now. I don't like to swear. He said, no, no, no. Even if a witness comes along and says that, uh, that uh, I paid, I'm not going to force you to make a shivua. So don't worry about that. So the Hadush is, even when they wrote it, if this rabbi would come, they would still make it like a shivua. <laughs> That's the Hadush. Even if they wrote, it, they, they wrote it a stipulation. Understand? There was the relationship. Even one witness comes and says that, it overrides the statement because why? He's, he's not a regular Edihad. When we said Edihad comes, that's a regular guy, but not this great, uh, great rabbi. So we have different opinions. Okay? Adkan. Baruch Adonai Amen.